It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans on St. Charles Avenue as the streetcar rattles by the Collins Hotel. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. In the next 60 minutes, you'll get to meet just three of the many thousands of fascinating people who live in New Orleans. And you'll get to hear some live music from Jack Locke. At the end of the show, you might conclude New Orleans is a great city where people love to talk, have fun, and enjoy great music. But you probably know that already, so let's get right on with doing nothing. But enjoying the next 60 minutes of happy hour together, my special guest sitting around the table here at the Collins Hotel, uh, Carrie Ann Frey. Carrie Ann is a certified Pilates instructor and the founder of Fit Mom USA, the New Orleans area's first pre- and postnatal exercise program. Carrie Ann is also a writer. She's a regular contributor to Louisiana's Health and Fitness magazine and writes on fitness and Pilates for local and national publications, including yespilates.com and nopilates.com. No, I just made that up, including PilatesDigest.com. Carrie Ann is the recipient of several health and fitness writing awards and has been featured in almost every local publication, including Gambit Weekly and The Times Picayune. Welcome, Carrie Ann. Hello. I sound so. You sound great, don't you? You sound fabulous. Nobody would know that you have a sort of a wonky eye. But we won't mention that. <laughs> Candidale Corral is an agent two ways. He represents houses and humans. For 13 years, Ken has been a real estate agent. And for 32 years, he's been a talent agent. Ken represents a wide range of actors and actresses who you've seen in almost every movie and TV production that passes through New Orleans, from Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, to HBO's Treme, and pretty much everything in between. Hey, Ken. How do you do, Grant? 32 years an agent. 32 years. 32 years Thanks for having me on the show. Hey, you're welcome. Good to see you. And making his third appearance on Happy Hour, I think the only person who's ever made it three times on Happy Hour so far in our over 12-month existence is singer, songwriter, actor, novelist, video game developer, and now filmmaker Jack Locke with no C, J-A-K. That's correct. The C is in Locke. Jack's the front man for the Jack Locke Rock Show and the Nola Treblemakers. He's a member of the vaudeville troupe called Freak Show to Go and the infamous bizarre dance troupe Sick Like Sinatra. Jack is the author of a very impressive debut novel, Frogdale's Junkyard, and if that's not enough, he's making two movies, both of them called Targeted. Correct. Correct. What a stellar bunch of people sitting around the table, and the person who just finished playing the piano was Mitch Foreman, who's playing in absentia again today because he's on vacation in the Hamptons in New York. Can you believe that? I certainly can. Yes. Good for him. What a life. <laughs> Doesn't have to bear the heat here. God, it's hot today, isn't it? Have you guys been outside? Miserably hot. Miserable. Can't. We need some rain. Well, we could have had a tropical storm, but we, we could have come here. We didn't. I, I thought that the show might actually be canceled a few days ago, and then it just goes and yeah. proves me a fool. Yeah. <laughs> you were worried that you really believed it was coming here. Tropical I did, storm, yeah, so that's why it didn't. So maybe the state should pay me you know, to believe that a storm is coming every time that if it you looks were more, like it if, might. If you were more accurate, right. yeah, maybe you'd be some money in <laughs> well, it. Well, then I've got a wonderful career ahead of me as a meteorologist. <laughs> yeah, well, you have, I'm sure. yeah, yeah. You're as good as the rest of them. <laughs> right. Ken, you could hook, uh, hook Jack up as a meteorologist, playing the well, part of one at least. Yes, definitely. I mean, I, ha- I represent some newscasters, but uh, do they do work as actors, right. And they, they, they appear uh, every once in a while in the films and the TV episodes, but... Jack, uh, Grant just said you are doing some films. What type of film production are you into? It's uh, two westerns. It's very indie, underground kind of thing. Um, what are two westerns making? Eastern? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> a western. No, that would make... Well, that, uh, yeah, maybe it would. It depends on what, what <laughs> direction you're facing to begin with. Oh, I okay, good yeah. point. <laughs> well, you're the meteorologist you are. Right, yeah. No. So uh, easterly with an 8% chance of nothing. Uh, no, it's, <laughs> it's two westerns. Uh, I was going through some old stuff that I'd made when I was a kid, and I found this script for a Western called Targeted that I'd written when I was six years old, and it was so awful that I showed it to a bunch of my friends, and one of them was like, you should 
film this. You should really put together a cast and crew and well, film ha- it. Have you begun filming yet? Uh, no, we're still getting props and yeah, pre-production. pre-production and when do you say you wrote a script when you were six? What did that look like? Uh, it looks really terrible. I really should have brought a copy for you to look at. Uh, you should have. Does it? I mean, what does a script look like? I mean, does a six-year-old know what a movie script looks like? I I, uh, I wrote it on um, an Atari 800 word processor. <laughs> Atari. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was this document file that I found. Who had on the an Atari? Old disc. Uh, that was that was my pops. That was his uh, computer. So I would mess around about on that. But um, what would you yeah, write so, that on? That'd be like on a floppy disk of some sort. Right, yeah, it was on a five and a quarter floppy disk, yeah. And so do you, I mean, you can't use that anymore. There's nothing to put that on. No, no, I ended up actually, uh, I, w- I found a whole bunch of these floppy disks and I wanted to see what was on them because I remembered that, you know, we used to use that all the time when I was growing up, very young. And um, so I got this this cord that connects your uh, disk drive, your old Atari disk drive to a PC. So you still the have USB. the old disk drive? Yes. Which is good, because I think they run for like $200 just for the drive now or something. So you hooked it up. Because, I mean, haven't you guys have done the same thing? I've got a whole bunch of all these different formats that I know long. I have a zip drive, a whole bunch of zip drive discs and... And all sorts of crap like the you know the other what are those floppies called the little ones the plastic all ones? I have is this phone now and a laptop <laughs> that's all you need now yeah <laughs> but I got no way I don't know what's on any of these discs so you've actually figured out how to do that well somebody else did yeah I just ordered this cable that this right. genius made because <laughs> so, yeah so, I certainly couldn't have figured that and, out and voila there it is all on your there computer. it is yeah you, you can and so what archive else did you find beside this oh all sorts of stuff old basic programs that I had half written all of them were not even really worth looking yeah. at except for saying Oh yeah, I made that, didn't I? <laughs> so you used to write. You used to write in BASIC as well. Yeah, I used to write in BASIC, a lot of programming and stuff. But I found this script, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, that's a great idea. We should film this horrible story and dialogue, but give it the most loving production and direction treatment possible." You know, to where it's just these terrible lines coming from you know these otherwise really good looking sets and I actors. Wish and the script with you, we could have done like a reading. <laughs> we could have done a reading at yeah. the table. We could, right. we could audition. For oh, that it. Would I would love fantastic. to play yeah. <laughs> Would you cast yourself in something? No, no, no. I wouldn't cast myself in something, but I'd enjoy watching uh, yeah. any western. I'm a big western fan, Jack. How long? How long is the script? Uh, the script that I wrote when I was six is about uh, maybe ten pages. It's not long at all. So it's like but, a minute a page, or is that just yeah, pretty much something like so that? A ten minute movie. That's pretty. One of my friends read the short script film. and he said it's basically every scene that does not belong in a good western. So, <laughs> but it's like it got to the point a few weeks ago where I realized I had put over a thousand dollars of my own money into just the pre-production of it, and I, and I had all these talented people who were really interested in being a part of it. So it was like I reached a sort of point where it's like. This would be a total waste of money and resources to not do something with actual effort behind it, you know, beyond just the joke. It's a go movie now. Right, yeah. So I wrote a new script for it that's got a lot more mature dialogue and situations and such. And we're going to be filming both of them using the same characters, settings, and... um, and all that kind of stuff, props and everything, but just very, well, very what type of locations stories. are you going to use here in New Orleans? Uh, a lot of them are actually down in Thibodeau. Uh, Thibodeau. We found this place in the back of a diner. It used to be an old dance hall in the uh, 1910s or 20s, I think. And it makes a fantastic saloon. What it's is the just, story? The story is, uh, it's a... This guy, Jimmy, who is... Uh, well, which story do you want to know about? The one I wrote when I was six or the I, one that I wrote so the, most Oh, they're two different stories. Two completely different targeted stories. Targeted the, the six-year-old one. That has three exclamation points at the end. <laughs> targeted. And, uh, <laughs> as long as it didn't have a little 
heart. Over right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, would be nice. that was a different phase of my youth. <laughs> What's the new one called? The new one's called Targeted. Targeted with no punctuation. No, no punctuation. Marks. Right, yeah. Okay. With a capital T. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, both capitalized. Oh, okay, yeah. that's good tonight. Well, that's the okay. great thing about Louisiana, the uh, settings. We can just about duplicate any area in the whole world. Yeah. That's one of the reasons all the productions are here. And I mean, they did the Western, Jonah Hex, uh, I guess about a year or two ago, did a lot of shooting at City Park, built a mm-hmm. set, the old, the old town that they burned mm-hmm. down, I think. But, wow. Yeah. So great. what is the story? Guy walks into a bar. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's the way it is for the six-year-old script. Yeah, he yeah. walks into a bar. He's got this uh, old grizzled cowboy uh, companion with him who's trying to show him the ropes. And I, I mean, it, looking, it's so terrible. Like the guy he, shot his paw or anything. Right? No, it's not. No, that that's way too deep for the script. You know, it's uh, <laughs> he just walks in and it literally starts with you know Samuel saying, "I'll have a couple of beers," and then Jimmy the. Uh, the other guy, he's like, and I'll have an ice cream soda, you know. So <laughs> it, it, it's so badly cliche and ridiculous that it, it's got to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> Is it supposed to be a comedy even from when you were six? Yeah, I think so. Uh, if it wasn't, then uh, I really feel bad for six-year-old me. Wow. <laughs> thinking that this that is was... quite exciting then. <laughs> so who's in it? Kenny, do you, who's it? Do you uh, have it, a full cast or can Ken hook you up? Uh, I don't well, know. If you need some help, I've got actors. That's a fact. Well, yes. I'll probably definitely talk to you after, uh, after the show then. Well, why wait till after? Let's hook it up now. I can, e- I can email you some links. Because the way I, I, I submit actors with their headshot, and then it goes directly to you via a link. You click on the link, and they've got the video, uploaded video, uploaded pictures and resumes. Oh, and fantastic. That's how the process starts in casting, right? How did you get to be an agent for 32 years? Well, it was did a family business. My mom started uh, many years ago as a model uh, down on uh, Your Canal mom Street. Was a model? A model on Canal Street Jeez. when they had uh, Keller Zanders and... She was uh, daydreaming one day, and uh, she started got... this mechanical modeling thing. So she started, uh, made a career out of that. And mechanical one, modeling? Yeah. What's where that? she would do operate like a robot and modeling clothes, and then she went around the world just modeling and car shows and things like that, like pointing out different features of the new models at each car show. And from there, uh, she started booking her friends when she wasn't available and out of town. And then one thing led to the next. So we sort of grew up in an agency family. As what did far you do? What did your dad do? He's an insurance salesman for Liberty Mutual for over forty-five years. He's retired, and uh, she since sold the agency. And I maintained uh, my talent agency, which is called Sam Agency, named after my daughter Samantha, serious actors and models. Ah, but I don't do too much modeling anymore. Just basically. Uh, talent actors. And what happened to your mom's agency? She sold it? She sold it in March of 2011. Well, why didn't you take that over? Uh, Well... There's many reasons why I didn't because just, I just di- tell us different. Five. <laughs> well, one is just different philosophies in agency business. And you get away you differed, from a family you business, with, right? With your mom, the way yeah. she runs. Oh, you know how it is. If you well, I don't family know. businesses right. are always fraught with difficulty, right? But what was the main difference? I mean, how how many how many ways are there to, to represent an actor? Well, I'm more interested in actors who act, you know, with a passion. There are definitely actors, not any schooling, because Del Carell Agency was a big agency with training and things, and I wasn't interested in training. I was interested in basic acting, acting as a passion, and those are the type of actors that I represent. Like That's ca- it, number one. Character actors. Character actors, uh, leading actors, so just... We, uh, what is the difference between acting with a passion and acting with training? Well, a lot of folks like to dabble in it. Like there's a lot of extra work going around, whether you fill in the background. Right. 
and you really don't have any um, lines per se. And like Jack here in writing, they like to write, they like to do the plays, theatrical, you mean film. You don't want to do that stuff with extras. You want to just no, no, concentrate no. on people no, who are really people, serious about acting. Correct. Right. Okay. And your mom doesn't, she's just in it for the money. Well, no, she did that. I mean, over the years, <laughs> she, she did a vast gamut, you know. Um, one thing, so it was just too broad for me. I wanted right. to be streamlined to one particular area within the model and talent agency industry. And was it like, a, it. did you have a difference of opinion with your mom? I mean, not at a, all. No, no. I still down. want the two of them to be. No, Carrie Ann, that's not, <laughs> not, not fair. I just wondered why you would just wouldn't the take drama over. The drama quotient is too low in this episode. Why wouldn't you just take over the business and run it differently? You know, when she's retired, you can run it your way. But there wasn't. That wasn't in the cards. Right. So, so you have your own shop and you run it your own way. Own shop, and then I'm a realtor too. So I right. work uh, in the film industry with finding locations for, not locations per se for shooting, right. but for crew, directors, producers, actors when they come to town, their temporary housing, corporate housing while they're here. But I'm mm. also a residential uh, real estate agent. Agent two ways. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. chicken two ways. That's right. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, let's talk about how you got from... Um, from acting agency to realty agency in a minute. But, Kerry Ann, I wanted to talk to you as well, of course, but we haven't got time now, so the show's That's over. That's fine. You know what? <laughs> Thanks for the gin. Okay. Um, yeah, the, well, they had gin and tonics nice. They make good drinks here <laughs> at the Collins Hotel, I have cool. to say. They do. But now let's, let's talk to you about Pilates in a minute because I want to know I what Pilates is. But first of all, I'm going to make Jack play something for us. Okay. Because besides being a filmmaker, and we haven't even talked about all his other talents, He's an amazing singer and songwriter, which is why he's here for the third appearance on Happy Hour. So mm-hmm. what are you going to do for us? I think I'm going to do, since I have uh, the NOLA Troublemakers, which is a 50s cover band, I wanted to do one of them as uh, one of my favorite songs from the 50s, uh, Roy Orbison's In Dreams. Okay. And Carrie Ann, one of my actresses was a Pilates instructor, Casey McMurray. She's just, uh, in the last two weeks, moved out to Los Angeles. Good. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be repping her as in a Los Angeles, but an agent, my okay. agency here in New Orleans. Do you know okay. Casey McMurray? Um, I don't. There's, but you know, we have we a. We can look her up on the internet. Yeah, we have, we have a pretty expanding Pilates community. Yeah. And so. I sent her your link. Casey's been in uh, several films and uh, we can look her up about two or three episodes mm-hmm. of Treme over the past three mm-hmm. years. Agency, well, what's the actual link of this? What's the name of the website? Well, there is no website. It's uh, just, oh, just breakdown. It's a breakdown service. Oh. I, I had sent. Did I send you a Graham the link? Maybe Graham I sent it to Graham. And Graham sent it to me though. Yeah. Oh, was that Graham? That's Graham right there. Oh, yeah. for some reason you I thought, thought Graham, Graham wasn't going to have a dress on. But I know. <laughs> nice to see you, Graham. Nobody expects <laughs> Graham <laughs> to be hot. <laughs> All right. Okay. Jack, take it away. All right. A candy-colored clown they called the Sandman tiptoes to my room every night. Just to sprinkle stardust and to whisper Go to sleep, everything is alright I close my eyes Then I drift away Into the magic night I softly say A silent prayer like dreamers do Then I fall asleep to dream My dreams of you In dreams I walk with you In dreams I talk to 
Jack, do you uh, have any songs in your Western that you're doing? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't picked any out yet as far as any originals. I did run across two from Kathy Linden. I'm not sure if anybody's ever heard of her because uh, I, I hadn't until I just yeah. ran across this. I was listening to the Sirius radio station on the way home from a show, and a Kathy Linden song came up called Billy, which would be absolutely perfect for the end of the movie. Uh, because uh, I have a character named Billy in the movie who's the villain. And then um, I went and looked up some of, the, some of her other stuff, and she's got another song called Goodbye, Jimmy, Goodbye, which would also be perfect for the end credits because the main character's name is Jimmy. Right. So I did That's this awesome. long search for whoever owns the copyright, could not find it. So it's kind of up in the air right now. No, well, good luck with that. Uh, thank you. What's her name? What's that? What's the woman's name? Uh, Kathy Linden. Uh, it's uh, the singer. She's the one who sang it. Did um, you find out anything about her? Where she's from? Or? I think she's from New Jersey. Um, I know that she um, she recorded. She she had two. Hit, those were her two hits. Good goodbye, Jimmy. Goodbye, and Billy. Really? Um, How do they go? Can you do a bit of one? Uh, no, I, I haven't you tried to play them before. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> one of uh, Goodbye, Jimmy. Goodbye is a really nice country waltz sort of sound, so it would go really well the, with and that the, sort of Are they going to be on both the movies? They're both targeted and targeted? Well, if I can find whoever owns the copyright <laughs> and see if I can get licensing rights, yeah. But otherwise... But you, you're going to put the same music on both movies, though? Well, maybe, maybe not. I haven't decided yet. I haven't gotten I that the last thing. The, right, yeah. That's one of the last things you typically... Uh, I, I would imagine that you typically do, because there's... There's literally so much stuff that it's it's very overwhelming, you know, because this is... You've never made f- a movie before. Right. Well, no, I've never made an actual budgeted movie before. I've done music videos. I've done short videos. They're all up on, on the website. Uh, but, you know, the, something of this kind of magnitude, uh, no, this is brand new. It's nice to be a rookie at this. You know, it's You're directing and producing it. Right. Okay, well, we'll get back. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, so let's still talk about other stuff. We've <laughs> got to move on to Pilates. You don't have to. We carry on, we do. You don't have to. We have to talk about parties because I've, I've often wondered the, what exactly mm-hmm. the answer to this question is. I'm sure other people have too. Hang on. Just, okay. I have wondered what the Pilates is. You I mean, ask, I know it's an exercise can program. Can you ask the question It's a specialty. Okay. I can't ask her the question. I, I mean, what type of exercise is Pilates? Thank I mean, you. Cardiovascular, is it? Uh, no, no. No, it's not cardiovascular. Um, it can be. It depends on how quickly you're moving, but it generally, no. Um, Are you moving on a... Bicycle or a stairmaster? No, master? no. There's Just a bunch on of different. Floor. Um, you can do it on the floor. There's a bunch of different equipment that we have. That it, um, there's actually a man, Joseph Pilates, who is long since deceased. Uncle Jack. Who? Correct. And who? At the junction. <laughs> mm, no, more like New York. He was moving kind of slow. Right, <laughs> Junction. Um, and he created this methodology, a, a way of moving that really 
really focuses on the entire body and its flexibility, its strength, its breath control, fluidity. It nice. does, yeah, it does, it does a whole lot of things for you. A lot of times it's um, compared to yoga. Um, we don't, in the Pilates community, we really don't like that comparison because it, um, more for the way that we move is a little bit more controlled. Um, and this is a whole huge argument, so let's just not even go there. No, let's go there. <laughs> what do you mean it's more controlled? How can it be more controlled than yoga, which is like um, totally controlled? Well, you have to yoga, hold. you're more open. You're working more trying to open yourself and trying to... Yo- to yoga, in, that is. Correct. You are. And okay. in Pilates, it's a little bit more controlled, a little bit more um, contained. You're constantly working within the center of your body to strengthen around your abdominals, strengthen around the, the entire trunk of your body. All of the little rectus spinae, all the muscles that run around your back and and your front. But you said it works the whole body, though. It does. Okay. So what's the difference? I said primarily. Oh, what's the difference between it and yoga? Then, apart from yoga's looser and this is more controlled. You can take your top off if you like. By the way. I'm sure, I could. Yeah, you can. Are you too hot? Are you hot? No, it's hot I'm in hot, here. but I'm not hot. I'm it's hot, hot in warm, here. These old buildings in New Orleans. I don't know why this yeah. room in the Collins Hotel is. You did the that warmest. on purpose, did you not? Yeah, we get it to so all our women guests. Because you're asking for the tube top. Uh, that's why I said we're the tube top. <laughs> I think pretty, pretty baby was in here, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, when it's all men, it's in a idea. completely different room, right? I think it's time for me to go now. Thank you for the gin. I'll be seeing y'all later. So. You're working every muscle in your body in Pilates, but there's machines involved, right? There are. um, Actually, it's a really interesting story. Joseph Pilates was interned in... um, Interned? Is he an Italian man? No, German. German, Pilates. Yes, German. So he was... um, In World War I, he was in an internment camp, and he was working um, with soldiers who were ill. So he was trying to help them... Recuperate and not get sick simultaneously, and so Which he war was are we talking about here? World War One, and he, um, he he was in England, and all they had were the beds, and he was He's trying a to figure doctor out. Doctor in England in World War One, not a doctor, just a man, just a man, a German person Correct. working with six soldiers in England in World War One. Correct, with they, a bed, with a bed. Weren't with they sort bed. of like incredibly anti-German in England, well, he especially was that, in World hence War One? The internment camp. He was in, he was yeah. he was imprisoned. Correct. But he wasn't captured as a soldier. No. So he was actually imprisoned in German in England because he was just like a German, German. A I German assume. Person. You know what? I don't know the intricacies. I should have done a little bit more homework, but no, mm. I don't know. All I'm surprised this, you look, didn't this do is more the most important part for the show. Like okay. This. Most important part. It's like meet the press here. We need answers. <laughs> You'll be quizzed indeed. later. Had I know. <laughs> would have had two gents. Um, We're gonna get you another one. Excellent. The other hand. Okay, a little bit about that. It's like Pilates. You need to be balanced. <laughs> yes, you do. What is the whole point? Okay. Strength, conditioning, control, flexibility. Strength, conditioning, conditioning control, control and flexibility. flexibility. Essentially. Who wouldn't want that? Exactly. But, the, so, and you, but you're not doing it on a, on a mat like you on can't, yoga. No, you can do it on a mat. There are Pilates You can do it on exercises. a bed, we know, because that's how we started, Well, right? if you had let me finish. <laughs> okay, we will. We will. I'll make so these guys took the part, quiet. He took apart the bed, <laughs> and he turned it into utilize the springs. For, for strength and resistance and boxing types of movements. and oh, Exactly. That's interesting. So, and there's a that's variety inventive. of different equipments now. Yeah. So yeah. it started off in an in a English internment camp with a, well, with a hospital Well, it didn't bed. start there, but this, oh, you know, this, is, this was his, right. kind of his legacy. And, and eventually he made his way across to New York, met his wife on the boat, 
and she's she got was her a in nurse. tip top shape before That's she arrived great. here. <laughs> and uh, thank you, Ken. That ended was Ken up Stel- 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 staying in New York. I'm ignoring you. And <laughs> staying in New York, where they built a Pilates studio, and he ended up working with um, dancers primarily towards the end of his life. Wow. So. How did it get from being just his good idea to being like this worldwide phenomenon? How did it get to Covington? Where do you live in Covington? Mandeville. Mandeville. How did it get to Mandeville and all over the world? This is a really long story. It's really not that interesting. Well, we can just you know <laughs> move right on. I can right make on. it up. No, really. I mean, how did it get? Yeah, make it up. Yeah. Well, they were on a horse. <laughs> okay. Um, I knew no. there was going to be a horse in it. We're back to Eventually, the Western. Eventually, yeah, back to <laughs> dance, exactly. I was trying to and tie it And the cowboy tie it. It always yeah. comes back to the Western. <laughs> comes Gene Autry. We need uh, sound effects of like the horse. <laughs> he trained a bunch of different people. Those people then migrated across the United States, who then taught other people. It's like Amway. Yes. For really? movement. No. <laughs> That's not what happened, really. It is what happened. It is Okay, that is Amway. what happened. You weren't making that up at all. Then. No. Mm-mm. No, quite serious. Okay, so how do you... Mm-hmm. But, how do you get the machine? I mean, is it like an... What do they look like, these machines? I've walked past a Pilates studio that used to be on Britannia Street, and I would see these people, and they're like... It looks... It kind Uncle, of looks like torture. Joe's. That was Uncle uh, Joe. You, you, yeah, people always of, say that, because there's... You know, people we've got always Cadillacs, say that. God, and people always... What did no, you no, say no, about I hear it all Cadillacs? The time. There's a mach- there, yes, there's a special torture. equipment called Cadillac, because... There's a Cadillac. And the legend, again, goes that... At the time when it was created, the Cadillac was the car, and he. It just, still is, by the way. Uh, well, by America. <laughs> and um, Joseph had called this machine, this piece of equipment, the Cadillac, because it could do everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like what? Rehabilitative, like rehabilitative right. exercises. Um, it's a lot of work that you can do to help condition the muscles around the spine and help work. Well, we've already kind of talked about this, but um, there's a bunch of different types of equipment. Right. Was there home you. equipment? Or is it there, just studio uh, equipment? No, you can buy the studio equipment for your home. I really don't recommend rec- recommend. You'll see it on <laughs> You need that. a special instructor, yeah, right? Yeah, you kind of <laughs> you need a special instructor. That's yes. right. <laughs> but I don't recommend, you know, just buying the equipment and putting it in your house and trying to follow you videos. Can, There's a lot more to you it. You can buy the equipment somewhere though. Yeah. If you had enough money. Yes, it seems that's right. Do you ever see Susan Lucci's little commercials with the Wonder Chair? No. In the middle? No. Mm-hmm. What does it look mm-hmm. like? It essentially looks like a chair, and it has little split pedals on it, and she's bouncing away on it completely incorrectly. That's correct. <laughs> is that a Pilates? The Wonder Chair is also another piece of the Pilates Cadillac equipment. and the Wonder Chair. Cadillac Wonder Chair Reformer. The Reformer. Spine that corrector. Good. What's the spine corrector look like? Um, it looks German. Like very German. The entire thing is very German. It's very Type A. It's um, it, it there's like a little hump, and yeah. then and then a divot and a ledge. A hump, a divot, and ledge. That's right. Given I'm that this making is, this sound like, like is, you've got to Yeah, we to have this, to describe this probably because this is, you know, theater Sounds of like mind. a golf course. Uh-huh. <laughs> it does. Kind of. A hump. Like, so you lie on that with your back over that? Well, it's oh. small. It's small. It's, 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 it's like, um, literally, it's, if it's flat on the bottom and it has, a, it has a, like a little mound. Yeah. And then a little divot where you sit. Okay. And then it, it comes right back up like like a ledge, and okay. then it stops. So where, what do you, where's your back? Against the round bit? Against you the roll back on it. You articulate right. your spine backwards and forwards. Mm-hmm. And what does it do other than it sounds like difficult? Pilates. And so it stretches you. Mm-hmm. It, can, it can lengthen out your spine. It can um, help you work your abdominals. It just depends on what you do with it. It's, has it changed your life? Yeah. Actually, it has, especially with running. 
What was uh, your life like before you did it? Empty. Pathetic. No. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, actually, I st- um, the whole fitness portion of what I do started right after I moved down here. Um, I had always been into f- health and fitness and had always done This some is a great place of, to move if you're into yeah, health and fitness right, and you huh? want. Hey, um, look at us. <laughs> and, well, and, uh, well, I kind of fell good, into it. That I is a really it. good point, though. If you're mm-hmm. into health and fitness, why on earth would you have moved here? Um, my then husband is from here. Oh, that's so. how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he dragged you down. No, I came willingly. I'm from Chicago, so it's very, very cold. Yeah, so that's a good reason to leave Chicago. Yeah. I can't imagine yeah. why anyone ever decided to build a place in Chicago at all. I mean, if you got there, you know. Build Chicago as yeah, a whole? No, yeah, when you pulled in there and like on a horse and wagon or whatever they did in those days, back to Westerns again. <laughs> and, and you got there and it was like a beautiful spring day and it was it's gorgeous and the summer's be- nice. Beautiful. And then the winter comes, wouldn't you just move? Yeah. You have never met Midwestern people, have you? Well, they, they don't love do it. anything. They're like, they're like they Midwestern love it. and they stay I know, but would you the really? bears. Why would you have stayed there? Why wouldn't you have just got back in the wagon and gone? I mean, you, you know, it's like a mistake. Not if you're Midwestern, you stay because that's what you do and you stick it But you through. moved. You moved in. Well, yeah. <laughs> so you're not a real Midwesterner at all. That's for somebody else to do, no, right? No, <laughs> So your husband dragged you down here? No, actually, um, I, mean, not I dragged. was in... Yes, no, you no, willingly no, no. came down here. I, I came down here before I met him. Um, this is actually a really good story. Much okay. more interesting than Pilates. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was in grad school, and I was taking the 151 bus down Michigan Avenue to get to school, and it was dead of winter. This had to be December, late, late December. And I was freezing, so cold, waiting at the bus stop, waiting for the bus to come. And wrapped completely up. I had the whole, <sighs> sc- the whole thing. Exactly. Good we are good. Sound effects. Um, yeah. And I got onto the bus, and I walked all the way to the back, and I sat down, and I'm undoing my scarf and you my coat. Sit, and you have to sit at the back of the bus because you're black? Well, probably. <laughs> That's what they thought. No. Oh. No. Because it's neat. There's, uh, little, there's okay. another hump in the back where the tires are. I like to curl my feet it's up like, there. Uh, that's where Pilates comes from. Mm-hmm. The hump. Pretty much. There's a divot no. and a ledge. No, it's Okay, a anyway, we're at the back of the bus. Yes, with taking your scarf. So you have to get... So that's the thing with these places. It's so cold outside and it's hot on the bus, right? So you can take all this crap oh, off miserable. again. Oh, miserable. Exactly. I know. Exactly. I can't pain. understand how people do this. Anyhow, yes, sorry, back go to on. Me. Yeah, back to me. <laughs> back yes, to me come and on. My story. We're at the back of the bus. Um, so I'm at the back of the bus, off. and I'm taking my scarf yeah. off, and I'm taking my hat off, and yes. all of a sudden I feel water coming down my face, Ooh. and I'm thinking, I don't know what I was thinking. I was all nervous, and I, and it was my eyelashes and my nose hairs defrosting Whoa. down my face. I'm not kidding. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> and I and I told wow. myself right then and there on the bus, wherever I am, wherever the southernmost point of wherever I am right now, I'm going there for at least a semester. What so do you if mean? You draw what? a straight line. Is from that right? Chicago. If you draw yeah. a straight line from Chicago, almost a straight line. You mm-hmm. get to New yeah. Orleans. Yeah. So you came here for a school? Did you go to school? I came here. Yeah. Well, I I told myself I was going to do a semester here because I mean all my credits were in Chicago. And yeah. So. Geez, imagine if you were like a couple of miles off and you end up in Baton Rouge. You know, no, it was always going to be New Orleans. <laughs> if I was going to Louisiana, it wasn't going to go. So the stick didn't bend. So that you really did do it. So you just said, I'm leaving. Oh, I'm yeah. going to New Orleans. And, oh, you yeah. got, and you just came here. Yeah. What school did you go to? Um, UNO was the only school that would take all my credits and then let me send them all back. And Tulane and Loyola were a little fussy about it. And, I, and I thought I wanted UNO's to go back. cheaper as well. Oh, so you came not down, for out of state. It's it was not, all the same. Oh, it's the same. So you came down, you went to UNO, and you never left? 
No, I had to go back because I for for school. But when I was right. down here, then I had met him. And you then, met the future future ex husband. Future ex husband. Yeah. Where, yeah. Is he still here? Yes. Mm-hmm. What went so wrong? Oh no. One sentence. Um, he's a great. Okay. No. 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 Cops. No. No. Jack, come on. Wouldn't you like to know? I'm not getting in the middle of this. <laughs> what are you trying to do? You're breaking up family. Nah, come on. Airing dirty laundry. What happened, really? Seriously. I mean, because nobody gets married with a view to We're just very, 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 very different. And, right. and at some point, you know, early on, it was it, it worked because we were so different. And it just, you know, yeah. things happen. So. Yeah. Sometimes that can happen. Yeah. Like opposites attract and then. It, yes, exactly. Then they explode. And then they Ken, are you single? Right now, yeah. Yeah. What were you married before? A couple of times. <laughs> just two, for real, or just, just two? And what happened to both of those women? Well, we just went our separate ways, yeah. and um, that's, that's. Are you single? That's You're still story. single now. Single now. Carrie Ann's single too. I uh, know. I see that. Because could we yeah. working out? Right. No. Yeah. No. Offense. No. I got a 12 year old daughter, Carrie Ann. Trying to change. Do you have the, any children, uh, Carrie Ann? Form of the show. That's a bit rough, isn't it? Just Why do I feel like I mean that's a very dismissive? That's a very dismissive. What are you doing? Will you save me or something? Carrie Ann, do you have any children? Welcome to a I Grant do. Morris production. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, and it's I know. child it's life in New Orleans. Ken's a very handsome guy, don't you think? <laughs> Tall. Oh. <laughs> what does that look supposed to mean? You see this? Eye? He is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not suggesting that you date him. I'm just saying she's a handsome no, no. guy. I think she's saying she's going to give you one like yeah. that. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm out. Should I just move right along? Yes. Okay. Well, I guess the best thing you to do is... You know what's interesting? Actually, here's an interesting point, segueing uh, yes. back into to Ken. Uh, my very first job was as a talent agent. Really? Mm-hmm. In Chicago? In Chicago. What was the name of the uh, agency? Shirley Hamilton. Shirley Hamilton. Yeah, I think I've mm-hmm. heard of Shirley Hamilton. Yep. And there are a couple of other agencies. I know in Chicago they do a lot of industrial videos. And, we did. You know, right. We did. And I was on production coordinator for a bunch of industrial videos. Great. And, mm-hmm. Do you need production a production coordinator? <laughs> I, don't even know what that, I don't even know what that is. is just that, staffing the entire film. Yeah. Right. Is that, what is a production coordinator? Ken, that's someone who coordinates the production, I assume. Well, they take care of every department. I mean, they, they set up. They're in charge of every department, getting the sheets out, call times, crew lists, uh, each different department. That's a very sure. important job. Definitely. Did you have yeah. one? Do you have one of those? Jeff? It's like the quarterback of the football team. This production that I'm doing is uh, pretty DIY in comparison to but most someone's, of the... Someone's got to do that, though. That's a good point, though. That's a job yeah. that someone's got to be a production coordinator, obviously, if there's going to be a production. Right. So that's you at this point. So far, that's me. Right. But you're going to have too much to do eventually. You're going to have Eventually, to yeah. But I, I've got about 20, 25 people involved with this uh, just at this point right now. So. What? 20 to 25 people? Yeah. Is, is that a lot? Is that? That? Well, yeah. That, <laughs> that's that that's like not really a whole lot because if you look at the end of a film, the credits, they continuously right. yeah. roll. Yeah, that's true. But that's like a big budget movie with a huge studio that's spending hundreds of millions right. of well, dollars. A lot of movies are produced with uh, time and uh, volunteers, too, and mm. the independent films. You know, your Between, blood, sweat, and tears right. to get mm. your uh, film out there. 25 people sounds like a lot, but I guess when you think about all the departments that you're talking about, you have right. to... You have to build a set and all that sort of stuff. Right, yeah. There's, department. there's a lot of overlap. I've, a lot of people are going to be doing multiple right. things. Like uh, I've got my cinematographer who's also going to be acting in one of the scenes. So I'm going to be taking over the camera for the scene he's in. Right. So. And they work so hard. The longest hours. I mean, these feature films are 18 to 22 hours a day. and you you know, know. It's, it's gone from being like, wow, this would be so much fun and very educational to do to... Oh, 
holy crap! <laughs> like there really is so much involved <laughs> yeah. with it, but it's it's an energizing kind of thing. It's, it's that is very pretty much like anything. Though it all looks simple when you start, right? Yeah, and then and then you finally realize it's like right. no, this has to be done as well. I didn't even think of that. It's but, like uh, marriage, right? <laughs> Right. Don't look at me. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> Jack. You've been you've been in a long term relationship. Yes. For a while. Yeah. I'm still with uh, still with my girlfriend How for uh, nine years now. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. That's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. It is. <laughs> Thank you. Let's uh, let's play another song. What do you think? What are we okay. going What are you gonna play? Uh, I have I have two new ones that I wrote, uh, and I'll let you pick. Do you want one that's kind of desolate, or do you want one that has some hope in it? <laughs> what, what kind of mood are you in? Ken says he wants hope. Hope. You want hope? What do you want? I, oh, hope is good. Okay, we'll do that. Oh, we'll do that. God, one. I was going for the desolate one, but all right. I'm out two to one. Two to one. Okay. Now this is one of your more. Uh, what's the word for it, I wonder? The more Jack Locke type lyrically? Maybe. More Lockean? I suppose. Okay. Perhaps. You can tell me. <laughs> All right. What's it called? It's called Where I Left Off. Here I come, beating my own drum. No one even really knows where I came from. But by now everyone knows I'm still gonna go my way. Stacks of things you can't take back So now you're gonna have to find a way to swallow it Jack, your strange illusions always seem the most at home Round the gallows And I can find a more expensive way to live if I want to On a million things that don't even matter Misery finds itself a home in the minds Of those that can't be satisfied without an axe they can grind And when they dog it is me It's kind of difficult to not be so flattered And I can find a thousand people just like them If I want to Thank you very much. I would say that is much more of the uh, Jack Locke we know and love. Oh, fantastic. That, I would say that's what you call hopeful is what's so funny. <laughs> the hope is pretty slim. Have you, have you heard my other stuff? Yes. Yes. Jack's, a lot of Jack stuff, if you, I mean, if you, if you haven't heard, go and check it out. On, is it, what is the, song, the uh, website? JackLock.com. Oh, that's easy. It's J-A-K-L-O-C-K-E. And um, it's some of the weirdest lyrically songs out there. I mean, Thank really, you. for real. <laughs> I mean, you. they're so crazy. 
And you've been, I mean, I remember you telling me that another time you've been kicked out of places. I have, yeah. Like uh, venues that are actually paying. For your music? Yeah, yeah. I was playing shows in Covington, actually, North Shore. Oh, they, they, they've, they've kicked me. Yeah, <laughs> White Flight Avenue didn't like me. You know? No, uh, yeah, Covington, a uh, place in Covington kicked me out. I got kicked out of a place in Mobile, Alabama. I've gotten kicked out of a place in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Really? Yeah. Just for playing songs and Just for playing singing songs. them because they're so creepy and weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Was it the audience that was complaining? I don't know who owner? was complaining in a lot of the cases. It was the audience in Covington. I know that because they were also, very loud about it. You also used to look a lot more freaky than you look now. I did, yeah. I had hair all the way down my back. and Yeah. Was, you uh, looked like a much more of a weirdo. Right. Now yeah. you look sort of like more normal. Like right. So it's, it's, it's a lot more uh, normal. <laughs> more uh, insidious, I yeah. guess. <laughs> I don't see it coming. Hey, listen, um, if you're uh, jumping around and you're just joining us, my guests here are Jack Locke, who just played that song, Carrie Ann Frey, and Ken Dal Corral. And if you're listening to the show outside of New Orleans and you're on the way here and you're looking for something to do, our show is recorded live at the Columns Hotel. You can always come and stay here at the Columns. It's a great place to stay and a great place to come and have a drink, actually. Which we were looking a bit light on the drinks around the table. <laughs> what happened to the waitress? Where's Gabrielle gone? If you're looking for something else to do while you're in New Orleans, check in with our friends at NewOrleans.com, the official New Orleans travel site. And another thing you can do here is go down to Burgundy Street and check out the new Movement Theatre. Have you guys done that yet? I have not. I have to, though. Where is that? It's awesome. It's at 1919 Burgundy Street. It's the new movement. They're guys who have been doing shows in bars and museums and parks and pretty much anywhere else they could for the last couple of years, and they finally bought themselves this new theatre. <laughs> now they do shows from Thursday to Saturday. They have everything going on there that's mostly free or very cheap. I went to see a show the other night for $5. Honestly, I swear really? to God, one of the funniest and best comedy shows I've ever seen. Chris True and Tammy Nelson do this show called The Chris and Tammy Show. And really, I mean, I'm not just saying this. It's really, really funny and really clever. Check it out. It's at 1919 Burgundy Street, just sort of near Frenchman, where all that stuff is going do on. Do they you have a site? They have a website, yes. You can check it out. It's called tnmcomedy.com, which is difficult to say. TNM mm-hmm. for the new movement. tnmcomedy.com. It's, it's really cool. Check it out. Also, you can hear Chris and Tammy on our website. It's neworleans.com and their show called True to the Game which is New Orleans' first badass sports radio show and podcast. <laughs> On its neworleans.com. Okay, so now, where was I? Ken? Where were we? Take over. <laughs> Take over? No well, pressure. I'm, I'm still talking about this Western that Jack's got going. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's interesting with the, uh, with the guitar and the singing Westerns I'm thinking about. <laughs> when, when's production going to begin? Uh, we're going to start uh, September at the earliest. We're, we're doing a bit of a crowdsourcing thing, uh, Indiegogo.com slash targeted. I snuck it in. Indie? <laughs> no, you can totally do that. It's yeah. Indiegogo.com. Slash targeted, yeah. And it's, why did you not do it at Kickstarter? Um, I don't know. I, I did some research on Kickstarter and Indiegogo, and uh, that, was, that was quite a few weeks ago. Um, a go-go? Indi- Indiegogo. It had a, yeah, the name just runs off your tongue yeah, a lot better. I'd never heard of it before. <laughs> Apparently, it's pretty popular. Uh, I guess whenever I did the research, there was, there was enough features of it that I preferred to Kickstarter that I just ended up going with that. But so uh, it's, a speci- it's a, like a Kickstarter specifically for independent movies? Uh, no, no. It's, it's, indie, it's a indie Kickstarter anything. for any, any, any anything. So someone yeah. came up with the same idea as Kickstarter or... I'm not sure of the history of it. Or they were first. What? I mean, you bring up an interesting question. I'm definitely I'm interested to know how what does, came first. How do they make money, these places? Do you have to pay them something? Yeah, they get... Uh, if, you, if you raise the full amount that you're looking to raise, they get 4.5% of it. If you don't, uh-huh. they get 9% of it. So, But, I mean, fair, fair enough. But, you know, I thought, but at Kickstarter, you don't have to pay the money until they raise the whole amount. Right. Well, if you don't raise the whole amount by a certain time, then you don't get any of it. 
You so get kicked out. You get kicked, kicked out, out right. of stock. Mm-hmm. Which but they do have that option as well on but the Indiegogo. So, so you, what do you, what's your target? Uh, $2,000. So if you haven't raised $2,000, you have to pay them 9% of $2,000? of whatever we've made. It's like 180 yeah. bucks or something. Well, no, it's not 9% oh, whatever of 2000 Whatever we've made, 9%, yeah. But, but do I have to pay that? Because on Kickstarter, you don't pay it until they've raised the whole amount. Right. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's pretty much you've... It's kind of like ordering something on eBay. You know, you're committed to that donation once you've said, I want to donate this Okay, well, that's the this. difference between Kickstarter, because Kickstarter, you don't actually... Because you put your give me credit card number, but they don't take the money off you until you've raised the right. 2000 Yeah, as far as I understand it, I think Indiegogo kind of holds it sort of okay. like an escrow or something okay. like that. And then so if I give it. you 20 bucks, I have to actually give you the $20, and I may never see it again. Right. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so they get 9% of it? Uh, yeah, Indiegogo gets so 9% you get the, of it. Hey, Gabriel, I mean, look at Gabriel's hair. Wow. <laughs> That's long hair. I've never noticed that before. Um, <laughs> would you like another drink, Carrie Ann? Um, can I have some water, please? Water. Can you another beer? Yeah, sure. Jack. Water would be fine for me, too. Wow, yeah, Thank it's you. very light. <laughs> <laughs> Light alcohol consumption here today. I've got to take care of my new car. Yeah, yeah, I can see, I can see <laughs> yeah, that you're... Yeah, I think it's better when you've had a few drinks, actually. Yeah, yeah for you. <laughs> well, you know, unless, well, maybe I could get like... Good makes good radio, I guess. <laughs> hey, so how many kids have you got, Carrie? I have three. Three? I oh, know. Wait, that's a lot. One of each? But I'm bummed. Thank you very much. We're, we're here every Thursday. What? Thank you, Chris. Well, that's new. Uh, yeah. What, what was that? A cricket? We have a special. Yeah, oh, nice. A little bell. So you have two and one. I have one. a girl and two boys. A girl and two boys. How old mm-hmm. are they now? Um, the my oldest is the girl. She's eleven. I know. That's getting up there now. And then I have an eight-year-old and an almost five-year-old. That's a handful. Yeah. And you're a Pilates instructor, and you're a writer. I'm a writer. So what do you write? Uh, well, right now I am a copywriter for Interlox, so up in Harahan. What does so it do, Interlox? They do, it's very sexy. It's conveyor belts. Is that like Latrum? <laughs> Is Latrum yeah, Interlox? Latrum. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, Latrum, right. Latrum, yeah. um, it's a, it's a really wonderful company to work for. That you're people a writer are really, really for nice. conveyor belts. It's not just conveyor belts. I mean, there's a bunch of different. I was being silly, but there's there's five different divisions, and um, it's a international. I think I leased a place company. to a yeah. couple of Interlox yeah. uh, employees. This is they're as, wonderful. It's, I mean, it's, it really is. No. I'm not just drinking the Kool-Aid. I mean, they're really. It's a great place. Yeah, they to were work, from so. out of the country too. They moved to New Orleans to mm-hmm. work there. Interlox. Intralox. Intralox. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a big difference. Between, is it, did someone already own Intralox? Um, I didn't ask them. Intra. What is they, that? They, interv- they interviewed me. Interviewed you. Interviewed me. Okay. So what do you? So you were right. You write mm-hmm. what for them? Uh, whatever material that they need. Well, okay. Um, well, product descriptions and work on their yeah. Work on their PR stuff. Work on the oh. marketing materials. Anything oh, that they okay. need. Mm-hmm. So then, I, and I continue to freelance with the. Fitness portion, right for some. So is that a proper job? Intralox is a real job. You have to go there every day. It is. That's pretty serious. It is. So. So you go to you go to work every day and you and you write. That's that's what I do. I sit and I use words. That's a pretty good gig, isn't it? Oh yeah. I'd say. It's a rarity. But you have to go to. I mean, you think you could do that from home as well? Um, I used to. I freelanced for years and years and years. So I've you know the I've always done Pilates and fitness and freelancing both at the same time. Um, well, you could, lonely. I suppose. You could yeah. stretch and then <laughs> yeah. one hand. Yeah, you could, but I didn't. Um, no, just kidding. Oh, okay. Uh, but no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't just kidding, I see. No. Okay. Um, I, I don't, I, you know, freelancing was great 
for while I was doing it, and I'm and I'm quite finished. I'm quite over it. It's it's for me. I need to be by people now. Yeah, you yeah. got lonely and sort of yeah, cut off from do. the world. Yeah, you just do. You just kind of you just you yeah. just get over it. What about the health care benefits? Um, Can I you have understand? Them. I have them. So does everybody as of this week? Right. Apparently, I don't understand it. Do you I understand? Hear, uh, Romney donations are like piling in with wheelbarrows after this. <laughs> I, I think this is the best thing that could have happened to both sides. Right. I mean, he he's got, rolling now. Obama can say that he passed health care, and Romney can say he's the biggest tax raiser in the history of America. Yeah. So everybody got something, and now we just have to wait and see what happens. <laughs> right. What is going to happen, though? Ken? I don't know. I hope I stay healthy. That's all I'm If you can stay healthy for 2014, I think, then you, get, then you get looked after, although I can't follow it. Do you understand what's going on, anybody? As far as I understand, you, uh, you either have to pay to get health care or you pay a fine or you pay extra taxes. Either way, you're paying more. As I far think as we I should understand. have an option. I, I could yeah. be completely yeah. ignorant on it, yeah. but I don't know. I think everybody's completely ignorant. I can't follow it at all. You pay, you're going to you pay something to somebody. Right. Yeah, money, you're money's healthcare. transacted. And at oh, you have to point. pay with money? It can't be time? <laughs> no. No? Oh. Well, you're okay, Carrie because you're super fit, right? Huh, kind of. <laughs> Does Pilates keep you fit enough to not get sick? Um, yes, but it's, you know, I always equate it to apples. I mean, apples are really good for you, but if all you ate were apples. Right, so you have to have a gin and tonic and so smoke cigarettes, right? Exactly, balance <laughs> But it out. also I see that I read this thing online that, you know, with my three-minute research that I did here, but I did mm-hmm. find this thing that you wrote online. Oh, Lord, what? About uh, seven tips for staying on track during stressful times. Oh, yeah. So you, I thought that was very interesting. Really? Well, you know, four out of the seven were pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I haven't really read it, to tell you the truth, but I did glance through it. Uh, but one of them was I like pre-planned meals and workouts. Yeah. Who does that? Do you um, do that, really? People. I do. You pre-plan yeah. meals. Well, I mean, yeah. How far ahead are you, like, up till next uh, year? Or no, September? Like, <laughs> I'm prepped for tomorrow. That's about oh, it. okay. Yeah. So you only have to be, because I have no, I have but no some plan. people do. Some people, and they need to. Some people are a full week ahead. Like, they'll go on Sunday, and they'll oh. get all their groceries, and they'll sit down and chop the vegetables and get it all together and, and literally put them in little Tupperware for the whole week. So you made your yeah, dinner, no. you mean, on Sunday. You've made dinner for the whole week. Correct. That's a good idea. Doesn't it go off? Freeze it. Oh, that's awful, isn't mm-hmm. it? Isn't it better to eat it fresh? I don't. I didn't say I do it. But well, I'm, okay. <laughs> I, was just, I was just asking for you know the pre-planned meal and workout. Yeah, no, I do. I mean, I'm trying I do. To be, you know. I do. I, I always go to the grocery store with a list. Yeah, always, well, and I get idea. in because I know exactly what I'm going to cook for the week. I just don't do it. Do you have the same right thing every like Sunday night. You have the same thing. No, about? no. What are you having tonight? Um, I actually made refried beans this morning, and mm. I know, and um, tortillas, <laughs> So it's Mexican night over mm-hmm. there. Right. You're more than welcome. <laughs> Are we really? <laughs> yeah, sure, right. Well, Jack's going to drive us Mine over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since you're so popular up there. This is a great story that Jack told me. Can you play manana? (laughs) (laughs) Certainly. (laughs) For you. (laughs) This is going to be a fun night for all of us here. I need to run first. Can we drive across to the North Shore with you? Certainly, if if one of y'all can direct me. Okay. (laughs) Sure. Jack Jack, just started driving. You're not on the North Shore? (laughs) You're on the South Shore? I'm on the West Bank. West Bank. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jack just started driving for the first time in like how long? Uh, Last month, yeah. Well, I've been learning to drive since December. So we're going to go over with you for sure. Right. You've never driven? No, I have an inner ear condition that's only recently uh, gotten to the point where I can actually drive with it. So, how did you? What fix about it? bicycling? Same thing. Oh, bicycling. Yeah, I mean that's all balance. So yeah, yeah I so probably wouldn't. Whoa, even I'm glad <laughs> you got that fixed. Yeah. Why can't you drive with it? Because you're dizzy. 
Well, yeah, because I'm, well, like right now I'm dizzy. Because he needs to cross the bridge. Right now? Yeah, vertigo all the time since I was wow, 20. What? Yes. Thing. Are you serious? Yes. Like things are spinning around and I'm. Well, I mean, it's not like, I, you know, how do I like look? that, but yeah, it's like this constant like sort of pitch. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. No, but yeah, that but, must be frightening. I mean,. Well, yeah, you get used to it after the first two or three years. Yeah. You know? no, no, well, well, are you on medication? Have you always had it? No, there's nothing you can really take. Really? Uh, they have antivert, uh, which basically wow. treats it by saying you can't be dizzy if you're asleep. You know, that's sort of the mechanism <laughs> it works under. Oh, how did you get that? Uh, it's it's uh, genetic. I got it, um, I guess, from my mother's genes because she has it, I think, worse than I do. Um, you know, I had to interject. I had an actor who was scheduled to do some auditions, and he called up. I lost touch with him, and he called up, and he he had to go to the hospital. After a yeah. Sunday meal, he he got nauseated. Uh, yeah, that's the worst. They brought him in, and they kind of diagnosed him with maybe vertigo. They weren't sure what mm-hmm. it was, and they kept him in the hospital. Yeah, what I have is called uh, Menier syndrome. Yeah, which well, is, he's okay now. I don't. I'll have like to ask him. He's got a call back yeah. tomorrow with a director. I'm <laughs> 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 an onslaught. <laughs> wow. So it's called Menier syndrome. Menier syndrome, like the sauce for real. Uh, is it? I don't know. Isn't there a source called yeah. Yeah. Trout Trout Menier. M E N I E R E. Maybe. No. That would be funny if no, it was the same guy. M E U N I E R E. It's different. It's different. Probably same pronunciation. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Wow. That's a, that's a real syndrome. Yes. You have. And how do you get it under control enough to know? You just get used to it. And like a lot of people tell me that they're very impressed by the stuff I do on stage and stuff. I am impressed. I always tell them, and they're always shocked to hear. It's like, well, no, that's me keeping my balance on stage. All these dance moves and stuff that you think looks whatever. You know, that's that's me not falling over. You know? <laughs> wow, that's crazy. And so you're allowed to drive medically. It's just yes, that you don't yeah, want it's, uh, right. Well, old. yeah. I mean, I was I used to be a smoker. I smoked for 15 years, and I quit last January. Congratulations! So, uh, thank yeah. you, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, pneumonia and fluid in my right lung helped me with that decision. <laughs> wow, it would. And that cured your menu? Or could it oh, no, no. I, like could I said, it under I'm control s- enough to drive? Well, yeah, it's a different kind of vertigo now that I can actually uh, so smoke, functionally drive with. Smoking made it worse. Right. It's the caffeine in cigarettes uh, oh, that does that. So I've got to stay away from caffeine. Is it on the list of... Uh, Seven tips for Seven staying tips. on track. Well, how'd you get around? Just just smoke. Friends? And yeah. Family? yeah just friends, family. It's not on there, but well, that's number eight. You should know. Right. You should know that. Well, I find smoking relaxes me, though. Well, that's, that's, that's a shame, really. <laughs> is that, well, it is very relaxing. It is relaxing. Yeah, you know? it is, Nobody I mean, loved smoking find, more than I yeah. did when I smoked. But, you know, it was like, well, it's, you know, I'm sitting there in the, in the hospital doing a breathing <laughs> treatment, and it just hit me. I'm like, is this really me? You know? <laughs> Are you serious? I yeah, right. I think I should wow. probably take the doctor's advice this time. Quit smoking <laughs> it, did it? Right. Hey, Ugh. we haven't got all day here, so I just wanted to get on to, um, to your book, Jack, while I can, because okay. yeah. Jack wrote a novel which um, is called Frog Dell's Junkyard, which I don't even, I think you just sent it to me for a laugh just to have a read after. Yeah, yeah, I thought talking. you might enjoy it. Not only did I enjoy it, I, it's one of the best novels I've read ever. Well, thank you. Oh, it's wow. unbelievable. <laughs> this guy is so talented, it's amazing. And it's, I see it's now available on Amazon.com. Yeah, yeah. It's up on Amazon. You can get it in, a, in hard copy. Well, Did you have a literary back. agent? Uh, <laughs> ah, Good night. There we go. Take this card. <laughs> Are, you Are you a literary <laughs> agent? No, it? I'm not. But I have some of my actors who are writing, and they often come to me and say, Ken, you know, do you know any literary agents? And, um, do we have that in town? Out. 
I don't know if we have any here. No, I don't think in New hmm. Orleans. Maybe so who, one guy, the author Hardy, I think, can do some publishing. Yeah. Well, get, who do you, get some who, who do you recommend people to go to? Well, I haven't yet. That's why I was asking. No, I don't oh, know no, of anybody. Did you self-publish? Yeah, uh, yeah it's self-published through CreateSpace. How, did, how does that go? Yeah, tell me about that. It's, yeah, um, it, it's been two years since I put it out, but uh, I'm going to try and remember. It's this thing that Amazon offers called CreateSpace. Uh, mm-hmm. You basically you have these extremely draconian uh, rules and sizes and format and everything that you have to adhere to. So that took about two weeks of just making sure I got it right. And basically you just submit the PDFs to them, they approve it, and then uh, once it's approved, it's like, okay, it's up for sale and we'll print it and cut it and send it out to whoever orders it from this point. That's a pretty good way. They take take a pretty hefty percentage, obviously, of the uh, thing, but I think it still works out really well considering you don't have to go through a publishing house and have... 300 to 1,000 books sitting in your uh, garage or whatever just depressingly staring at you because nobody's bought them. (laughs) Not that you know what that feels like. (laughs) Have you thought about writing a novel, Karen? Uh, No, that's... um, I do short stories, poetry, shorter bits. And where do do they Mm -hmm. publish? No. No way? Well, I just... That's something else I do. Right. Are they published or are you looking to publish them? Um, They're published, but they're under a different name. Oh, really? Yeah. Are we allowed to know what it is? No. <laughs> why would you not? Why would you not want people to read that? Um, it's it's just specialized, and there's just is it porno stuff? Or something? Y- yes, yeah, it's porn. It's, it's, ex- it's exercise porn, porn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sort of, we talk about to, breathing heavy. I hate to be serious for a minute, but why wouldn't you want? Why wouldn't you want anyone to read that? Um, because it's a very different part of my personality. It's a very different part of how I function in daily life. So, so what kind of people read it? I don't know. It's well, is it in the New Yorker or is it in Women's Day or can, is it in you know what? Why did I bring it up? I He doesn't so give yeah, up. So talking about I'm just Jack wondering Ryan. why you wouldn't want to take this opportunity to tell people where they could read. Uh, because your I don't short need it. I don't need them to. It's so really more for me. Okay, so it doesn't matter that they're published or not. No. So Jack, what about publishing it on the Kindle now? Oh yeah, that's a whole new thing that you can do. Since right? You yeah, I, I, it doesn't I, require any formatting or books or anything. Well, it requires formatting. Yeah, there's yeah, a but lot I mean, of ways that they can mess it I, up if I, you don't get it right. I have a Kindle, and I buy. I mean, I buy all sorts of stuff on the Kindle where it's like things that aren't published, and you find amazing stuff. Well, I sent it to you, and you were able to read it on a Kindle. I read it right? on my Kindle. Yeah. You sent it to me. For, yeah, I, that's when I first got the Kindle, and they right. have some email address that you can send a PDF to, and it turns it into a Kindle format. Right. But then other people I've found stuff. Do they charge that, you for that? Is that a full service, or how does that no, work? No, it's free. Once really? you bought your Kindle, once you paid your forty nine or seventy nine dollars, just like the healthcare. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Help but n- not but now you can put it just for for, for Kindle only, right? Uh, and now so you don't have to publish it. From what I remember uh, doing the research about a year ago on the Kindle stuff, because you had brought it up, and I was like, "Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Let me check out what's involved with that." I think that they actually charge; they would charge me okay. to have it made available for mm. Kindles uh, easily. It, rather than how I got it to you, which I think I you emailed, emailed you the actual PDF, yeah. and then you just dumped yeah, but, it. How but, would you recoup you'd your costs to, then? I have no idea. I guess have, enough people would have to buy it. Buy it. You know. okay. But, I mean, it's emailing to me is one thing, but you'd have to know everybody in the exactly. world. Exactly, right. So, yeah, it's sort <laughs> of paying for the Kindle. Because if you put it up on the Kindle and then people review it on Amazon that way. Right. It's really an amazing book. I'm going to say it again. It's called Frog Dell's Junkyard by Jack Locke, D-E-L-L. By Jack Locke, J-A-K-L-O-C-K-E. I can't recommend it highly enough, and I read about a novel every decade. Well, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's, so that's a hell of a recommendation. 
Hey, you guys, on that note, thank you for joining me here on Happy Hour. My guests are Jack Locke, Ken Del Corral, and Kerry Ann Frey. It's all over. The producers of Happy Hour are Melinda Hawes, Anoush Karun, Trish Kaufman, and Graham DuPonte. Our associate producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe, Christian Unruh. Wow, Christian Unruh is our music director. Our web designer and link to the real world is Cliff Brigden. Our theme song was written and is being played currently by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about an hour, drop us a line at itsneworleans at gmail.com. Our show is recorded live at the lovely Collins Hotel in Uptown New Orleans. You can check out our other happy hours and other shows out to lunch with Peter Aschuti live at Commander's Palace, Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pajic, and True to the Game with Chris True and Tammy Nelson, all on itsneworleans.com. You can keep up with us by liking It's New Orleans on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter and subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com, for Mitch Foreman on piano, and for everyone sitting around the table here, Jack, Ken, and Carrie Ann, and Graham sitting right behind me, and Chris at the controls. I'm Grant Morris. We'll see you back here next time on Happy Hour.